0: Hello everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and I'm happy to be here with you today for the 45th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. And today I'm going to be going over a tournament hand from a $1000 buy-in satellite. And you're going to find that satellites are often very interesting in that a lot of the players are really taking a shot to play the satellite so that they can take an even further shot to do well in the main event. But despite that, you're going to see that you really shouldn't adjust your strategy too much early in the tournament. Um, but whenever you do get later in the tournament, you definitely do need to get out of get well out of line and adjust your strategy. And a lot of the strategies I recommend in my new book, Strategies for Beating Small Sakes Poker Tournaments. You can see right here if you are watching this on JonathanLittlepoker.com. If you're listening to this on iTunes, definitely check out the video as well at JonathanLittlepoker.com. A lot of the strategies I discuss and strategies for beating small stakes poker tournaments will be incredibly beneficial to you. So if you want to get your copy of Strategies for Beating Small Stakes Poker Tournaments, it is currently the best-selling poker book on Amazon. You can get that at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash strategies. And also, you'll see right here, again, if you can see the video, the Audible edition of actually both of these books, um, Strategies as well as my new book on No Limit Cash Games, those are all available as well. You can get the audiobook version of both of these books for free at JonathanLittlepoker.com slash free. So you have no excuse. Get out there and go get them. So let's take a look at this hand. I have Ace King and the Small Blind with 500 blinds. So I have a hundred big blind stack. And a player who I perceive to be a bad, loose aggressive player raises to five hundred from third position so this is a five big blind raise from a guy who has an 80 big blind stack usually when you see a big raise like this it typically means that your opponent's range is very strong however in a lot of these smaller stakes tournaments which again strategies for beating small stakes poker tournaments will help you with a ton you'll find this does not necessarily mean a premium range this could easily be something like 10 9 offsuit ace 10 offsuit king 9 offsuit it could be all sorts of stuff That being said, it could also be a strong hand as well. However, in a satellite, I think you're going to find that if you can get a double up early in the day, you are usually going to fare pretty well, especially if you know how to use your stack to lean on the players who have middle and short stacks. So I'm a little bit more willing to take risks early in a satellite, even though that may seem a bit counterintuitive because you only need to barely squeak in the money to, to profit in the satellites. If you get a hold of a stack early you will be able to do well with it if you know what you're doing. So, I don't mind playing this hand for all of my chips. I, if So, I decided to re-raise to 1600. So, it was a raise from third position from a bad, loose, aggressive player, a call from a guy in the hijack seat, and I decided to make it 1600, being fine getting it all in versus the bad, loose, aggressive guy, even though he does have 80 big blinds. So, a pretty big sack to get it in against, but if you know a guy is a bad, loose, aggressive player, Ace-King is effectively the nuts. Alright, so the bad, loose, aggressive player calls, and the hijack seat the guy who called in the middle folded so the flop comes queen 10 4 and you have to realize that ace king is actually pretty strong on this board anytime you have two overcards plus a gut shot you can't be too sad about your holding it may feel like a drawing hand we have to realize that most likely we have 10 clean outs or 7 clean outs plus maybe you know maybe like for example say the opponent has um ace queen our aces are not good but still, that's 7 outs, and you have to realize 7 outs is just slightly worse than an open-ended straight draw, and 10 outs is better than a bad flush draw. So this this is a reasonably strong draw. This also comes up a lot when you have ace-king on a board like 5-3-2. Um, even if you know your opponent has an overpair, for example, you can still be okay getting it in if you're getting pretty good pot odds. So anyways, I'm probably going to bet this flop. I could also see myself check-shoving, though. If I think my opponent's going to bet a lot of the time, I think I want to check, let my opponent bet something like 2200, then shove on him, because then maybe he bets something like pocket 9s and then folds to my check shove, or maybe he bets something like 10-9 and folds to the check shove, whereas if I bet, I think he's going to be able to call with a lot of hands, like a 10, and I don't really know if I want that to happen, so I think I would actually prefer to check raise. That being said, making a standard continuation bet is never bad. So the pot's 3800, and I decided to bet 1400, so pretty small, and I don't know my exact mindset when I was playing this tournament, but I can pretty much look at this and tell you that I'm going to be willing to get it in. If my opponent goes all in, I'm going to call. I'm betting small in the spot to hopefully induce my opponent to do something ridiculous with 9-8 offsuit or ace-jack or something like that, you know, a, a fairly marginal draw. And I'm, I'm sort of conceding to the fact that if my opponent does have a queen or a 10, I'm going to double them up. So my opponent does call, leaving himself with five thousand chips with six thousand six hundred in the pot. So he has less than a pot size bet. Uh, The turn is a three, which is bad for me. It's not that it's necessarily bad for me, but it doesn't improve my hand. I still do beat all the draws, though, so I don't really view this as an overly weak hand. But of course, if I, you know, I'd much rather an ace or a king come. So now I have to ask myself if I bet, will my opponent fold out any of the hands he called with on the flop? And I think against a bad, loose, aggressive guy, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think a lot of bad, loose, aggressive players are going to call with a 10 or better. And I don't know if he's going to call with many worse made hands on the flop than a 10 facing a bet. So I don't really like the idea of betting. So then I have to ask myself, if I check and my opponent bets, either small or all in, what can I do? And I think that if I check any shoves, I would strongly consider calling. And if I check any bets small, I think I'd probably also call. So... I do check, and he bets 2,500, which is half of his stack. And I actually remember looking at this guy when he made this bet, and he looked, he threw the bet out in about half of a second as if it was clear that he has to take a stab at this pot. And that usually means one of two things. Either he has a very good hand, like pocket fours for a set or queen ten for a two pair, or he has something that he wants to look strong with. And so which hands would he want to look strong with? And I think that would be primarily draws. So if he has primarily draws and good hands, I think I need to continue in this spot because I beat all the draws pretty nicely, and against the nut hands, I still have four clean outs to the nut straight, so I think I cannot fold here, and that may sound a little bit dicey, but you have to realize whenever you're playing against a guy who I'm quantifying as a bad loose aggressive player, you should not be looking to fold if you think the guy is bluffing a lot, and... I've been working hard on my reading abilities, and I thought the guy was unhappy with his hand, so I'm not gonna fold. I could also, so my options are either call or go all in. If I go all in, I don't expect him to fold very often. And when he does fold, he's probably drawing nearly dead, anyways, although it's hard for him to be drawing nearly dead. Like, say he has, I don't know, eight, seven offsuit for just stone, nothing. I guess he's we're fine with him folding that, getting getting great pot odds. But I think if I guess I'm not sure what he's going to do if I shove, and I also am not 100% convinced that my read is correct. That being said, I think I'm probably going to be check calling the river as well. So this is a pretty tough spot. I don't really know what the right play is between shoving and calling. And someone actually posted on in the comments that they wanted to see more tough spots, and I think this is certainly a tough spot. I think most players are. Folding in this scenario, but I don't think folding is right. But at the same time, I really don't know if calling or raising is the ideal play. If you think your opponent's going to bluff, though, I definitely think that calling is ideal. If you think your opponent's never going to bluff the river, then I think shoving is probably ideal. So river's a two, and again, I'm gonna check, give him the opportunity to bluff, but he doesn't, and he has ace jack. So we did have the best draw, and he had a worse draw. I don't really know if there's any way my opponent's winning this pot for me. And you will find this is often the case if you do have a, the image of a weaker, loose, aggressive player. Your opponents are not going to fold pretty good hands. So this is a spot where I think my opponent was pretty doomed. Um, it's sort of interesting that he bet a small on the turn. You're, or, yeah, on the turn. You're going to find that whenever you have a marginal draw, like he does, he loses all made hands, you don't really want to bet small because you want to force your opponents to fold. And by betting small, I think he's actually going to keep me in with a lot of marginal made hands, which I don't think is what he wants to do. So kind of a cool spot. I I think that calling's probably ideal against a guy who I think is going to bluff the river, but against a guy who I do not think is going to bluff the river, like maybe this guy is not because we see he didn't bet the ace-jack. Maybe I should have shoved the turn because then he puts it all in and we win an extra 2,500 a lot of the time. So I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about this spot. It's It's an interesting hand and I really don't know what to do. Thank you very much for watching and I will talk to you next time.